listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 307. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the absolute love of my life, John Brownstone. Okay, what do you want? I don't have any mean to tease right this second. Maybe I'll pardon the title pun, get into a groove later, and I will. Okay. But I don't have an Emmy. I just love you. If you'll let me love you, that would that would be nice. That's what I'm asking I'm, I, for right now. That's fine. Just and let I, me love you. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. And I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, as good as ever. Hell if I know. I, we'll let you all decide. Uh, this week isn't really a topic so much as it's us easing back into recording while talking about where we've been, what we've been up to, and how our DS fared in the middle of all of that. Um, we're both trying to get back into the groove of our life while also getting back into the groove of recording and making podcasts. Ha ha, see, I, I did a thing. A lot of grooving going on. Oh, and I have no rhythm, so it's, is it a groove? I don't know. I lead, you follow. It works for me. There you go. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at lovingbdsm, on FetLife at lovingbdsmpc, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, lovingds and the number one, so it's at lovingds1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps, especially right now. Quite frankly, for the past month, there's only been two groups of people that I've felt up to talking to, and the patrons are one of them. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have been able to, one, take a necessary break, and two, keep doing this thing we do on the internet because of our kinky patrons, and we are more grateful than we'll ever be able to put into words. Um, if you would like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content, uh, plus a Discord server that you can't get anywhere else, uh, you can. Just join us at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so I am, am a little outline, a class of items announcements, but I just want it to be like part of the conversation. So I'll start with for those who might not know where we've been, because I realized the last live stream we did was March 30th. And then we did an episode in between like an early-ish April, I've already forgot the date. And here we are in uh, mid-May. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, um, and we talked about it in previous uh, episodes, episodes, live streams, stuff like that. Um, your mom was very sick. Yes. You were her primary caregiver. Mm -hmm. Um, you basically stayed down. She lived two hours to the South ish of us. Um, so you basically went to stay with her while she was ill. When she was diagnosed, they immediately said, "Mm, hospice care. There's not a lot of time here. So, um, we knew it was temporary, but basically, The world kind of exploded for us. Um, You came home a couple of times. At one point, you actually snuck home for like 20 whole hours. Um, The last time we had a visit of 20 hours, we were long distance and we wrecked a hotel room. (laughs) This was not that. No, no, this Um, was not that. It did have me longing for that. I was like, (laughs) can we meet over 20 hours in an Orlando hotel room and just... Right be ashamed of ourselves when we were done (laughs) i wouldn't care if the hotel room was five minutes down the street from us at this point you know um and then late april uh your mother died yeah and since then we've been dealing with the things you would imagine that happens after somebody's death there's the funeral services there's speaking with um different places about you know submitting death certificates and probate attorney and just yeah to say that we did not have the bandwidth for this or the time, you know, is an understatement. I think mm-hmm. most people understand that. Um, this uprooted everything. Um, it uprooted business for us. We work for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to talk about that in a minute because I feel like I want to remind the world that our businesses exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it uprooted just our routine, as you would imagine. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. went down there and... T- did right by your mom and took care of her. Um, it 
in some ways has uprooted our not our relationship our relationship is solid yeah uh but our way of interacting with one another is not currently like it was yeah prior no to that, mid-may I mean, that, mid-march that mid-march that has shifted and i and i i have um kind of formed a a a, a theory on why that has happened okay um while i was down with my mom there was a lot going on (laughs) yes not just with your mom Um, yeah not not just with my mom um blood family sometimes can suck yeah found family is sometimes the best um I will take my kink family over blood family any day. And I gave you my your in-laws. You did. You can have my family. I mean, you we're did. crazy, but we're we're fun kind of crazy. Yeah. Um and and there were a lot of different things going on. Mm-hmm. Um because new the diagnosis for my mom once we found out um, that kind of put me in a scramble mode to get as much in place as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found myself having to jump from situation to situation to situation. And managing a lot of people's and, emotions. And, and managing I- emotions and managing bullshit. <laughs> Right, so um, we actively, purposely conduct our lives in such a way that we, to the best of our ability, reject all of that. Like, get mm-hmm. that the hell away from yeah. us. We do not have um, time. You know, there's there's a reason why I live away from my family. Sure. <laughs> but through all that, I, um, in order to get things moving, in order to get things done... I found myself in many ways between family, between uh, dealing with um, financial institutions, between dealing with um, trying to make certain preparations. Um, I was just kind of like having to be on. Mm -hmm. And especially in, in Dom mode, yeah, you got a lot of stuff done in, in your personal family life by turning on your big D voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and <laughs> at at the same time because it was so emotional and it was so constant. I mean, with with you and our relationship, we have our routines. You know when I say something to you, you know, I don't have to kind of look over your shoulder yeah, so no, to speak and no. and check up on you and make Nor sure you're I doing you <laughs> right and 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 that that is um something that you know I appreciate about you mm-hmm. because I can count on you mm-hmm. um with all these other people family situations I could not and I was nobody in that group is dependable <laughs> no no nobody no and um that's why i kept having to kind of yeah i mean you even know, when you oversee home. and and you know you know with her sometimes i have to nudge you know we we've talked about you know the nudging in the past but in this case i i kind of had to consistently push yeah people. i mean you took one weekend off at a certain point and came home and thought okay i may be able to get two days or so at a time right that had been the plan um and by the time you got back simple things they're not simple when you know end of life care is not simple it is emotional it is in some cases traumatic for people it's hard yeah but there there are those people whose strengths it is to be able to go, yes, this is hard, but we're, we do it anyway. And then there are those people who cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And what you learned in two days off is that you, the people who were around you were not the people who could push aside what is hard 
and their feelings to do what is right. And so then you didn't want to leave again. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, I get that. I totally get that. Um, and so you managed to come home for 20 whole hours. It was technically a night in bed, but when you get home at 1 a.m. and you're up at 7, is it a night in bed? Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Um, because that felt like, for both of us, I wasn't going to argue with, uh, over it. I agreed with you. That was the right thing to do by your mom. It gave you a break, but did not leave her unattended in a way that was unnecessary right um and yeah and that sort of inability to go here here's a thing i need to depend on you to do because i'm gonna do this over here but mm -hmm. that continued afterwards it continued into planning the service it's a, right. a little scary as we go into the the i find the not i find from who the content i consume and, and what i'm looking at the not often talked about of okay you've had the funeral now what well now what there's a lot there's still a lot and it's bureaucratic and stressful and sometimes confusing if you don't have resources to help you we are fortunate we have resources mm -hmm. Um, where you can call one of my family members and be like, this is what this person just said, explain it to me. And you know, you're going to get like a real answer and you're going to get help. So it's still, you know, it's not like you get to just sit down and grieve and deal with your feelings and go, okay, how do I, how do I get back to the, to life as I know it? It's like, actually, there's more to do now. <laughs> yeah. There's almost more to do now, but at least you get to do it from your own home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and at the same time, you're on all the time. You are in a high stress situation and grieving and dealing with people that you had moved away from to not deal with. And mm -hmm. I'm over here holding down the fort. That was easy enough. It, it was easy because I, you know, the way our relationship is, I know what your expectations are. I know what I need to do. Yeah. Um, but we were the definition of, I've said it a couple times in previous episodes, the sandwich generation, you're dealing with end of life for your mom and I'm dealing with kids needs. Um, I was mm -hmm. in and out of appointments with both boys. They're both being evaluated for neurodivergencies. Nothing has been, what's the word I want diagnosed and they don't talk about it yet. So I won't be talking about it too much other than to say that, um, money is an issue did we dip into savings for you to be with your mom for several weeks yeah, yeah we did um business slowed down um so you were taking on a massive situation of life that many of us face at some point mm -hmm. um and i was over here taking on the day-to-day -day part of life and we were each having to do it alone because when we could get on the phone with one another, we were reporting to each other. You were like, I had this conversation and this happened and this happened. And I'm like, okay, what about this? And then I'm telling you what's going on with kids and home and work. And we weren't able to connect in it and brainstorm together. Right. And we had to just kind of go here. Let me throw this information at you. You're not mm. going to remember it in two days. Neither of us. Um, and we, in our own way in, ways that were absolutely different for scale and scope and like what we were going through, but in ways that were not different at all, we were up to our eyeballs in our own stress. And I don't know how you felt because maybe you didn't even have a chance to notice this. I felt very isolated. Well, you know, here's the thing for me. What, one of the things I, I came to realize through all this, you know, um, while we were technically um, a two-hour drive apart, which on one hand doesn't seem like much, right. it's not much. Um, in 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 one aspect, it, it, it well as could have been, um, you know, twenty hours apart or, or right. two hundred hours no apart. Yeah. Um, because one one thing I have, you know, I, that I realized with this over the time that we have been together, um, I can lean on you. Mm -hmm. You know, we have been through rough patches before and, and we lean on each other, but we have each other to, um, 
kind of shore each other up and, and sure. work through things. Mm-hmm. And, and while we did talk on the phone daily, mm-hmm. you know, couple several times a couple times a day mm-hmm. and, and text, um, I missed you. I, I, I missed the hell out of you. I, I wanted you there. Oh, yeah. For that. And, and yet I knew you couldn't be. You had to keep things going here. Well, same thing. I mean, in again, it, different but the same. So I'm going through health things with the kids. And I did that. I don't know how typical it is of parents. I think it's typical if you pay attention to the Internet. I don't know how other people go through it. I go through a lot of my parenting life as a mom. And I'm like, I don't have mom guilt. I do the best I can. And. You know, I got the the best advice I ever got from a, a fellow mom was, you're gonna screw a mom no matter what you do, so just do the best you can. Uh, yeah. And as the one who's already offered to pay for their therapy and does pay for their therapy, I'm like, I'm uh, just doing the best I can. But going through this stuff with them, the mom guilt was huge because all I could think was, have, they, have I made my children suffer for their lifetime because I missed something? And the person I would talk to, to talk it out, to figure it out, to remind myself that those feelings are valid, but silly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, you go back to you did the best you could with what you had right. at the time was the one person who did not have the emotional capacity for it. And then I, to the best of my ability, because I was like, you know what, I'm, I've got my own thing here, but it's not as bad as what you're going through because going through both a death and family drama at the same time who would not wish that on anybody and so i was like okay what can i do for you but i couldn't do anything for you other than to just listen because it didn't matter what advice i offered one in a lot of these situations advice is meaningless because there's a bureaucracy around everything there's a bureaucracy around death there's a bureaucracy Mm -hmm. about around money there's Mm -hmm. a bureaucracy around healthcare, and you just kind of kind of got a cut through the red tape and follow the rules as best you can. Um, and then your wacky family, they defy my logic. So I was like, I, I don't, I got nothing for you, man. I got nothing for you. Um, what I had kind of hoped for was that, and this was the false thing that I think we do is you're like, okay, we just have to get to the end of this. And in this case, it was mm-hmm. death and you know, a sad thing, but get to the end of it and you come home and all will be better (laughs) all was not better (laughs) no no we have i think we're doing better now than we were a couple weeks ago but we have struggled to come back together we have to put away those mindsets we had to be in well and the way of moving through our day and life when we were separated i feel like we held on to how we did that like I was not submissive while you were gone. I was yeah. the only legal adult with access to money. Like I was mm-hmm. I was in boss mode at that point cuz I right. just had to make decisions and get shit done and hope you were okay with what I was doing later. And and for me when I came back home and could be here a- after my mother passed, I for me because of everything that I had been doing and, and dealing with, I went into shutdown mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and to a certain extent, you needed that. I did. I did. I, I just needed to to shut everything out, and, and, and I needed the time to regroup, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I can pretty much tell you, you know, we have talked about, and I've, I've always made the, um, you know, talked about how, like, if a submissive's needs are not being met, it's like, you know, a well being drawn from, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, you know, you empty it so far, there's nothing more to give. Same goes for, for the D types. I mean, I was down there, and I was just, you sure. know, push and push, 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 and, you know, it, it's not like we have a relationship that we feed each other right. and, and refill it. I, I, I was emptied. Sure. I, I had nothing. And my problem was you came home and I was so happy for you to be home. I was like, ha my partner's here. Yeah. <laughs> I can get what I need. I am not alone. And then I was like, oh, Lord, we're not even 
we were not even doing well at making regular conversation. No. Never mind me needing to ask you questions. Because while you were gone, to be in boss mode and just make decisions, some decisions I would wait for your input, mm -hmm. but I was mostly guiding you. I was like, here's the question, here are the choices, here's what I would pick, are you okay with it? And most, I, to my memory is, there was not a time you went, no, let's do something different. You're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do it. But with you being here, to try to be in that mode feels so wrong. It's like, yeah. that's not what we do. That's not who we mm -hmm. are. And so I knew I had to be gentle with you. I knew I couldn't just like yeah. blast you with a whole bunch of stuff. I'm still to this day, we are, what, two weeks out? I still have a list of things I want to talk to you about that just have had to wait. I know. Um, but even the little bit of, okay, he's back. I can't be in boss mode. That's not what we do here. Let me try to be the submissive I am and was before, but you couldn't give me the response. We there we were fussing with one another over I don't even remember what they were because they were over such small Stupid little things little that shit. don't matter. Right. That and then that was disheartening because and I think the problem I have had and I just need to like figure out how I'm gonna handle it. I have not in my way on my much smaller scale, I have not decompressed. I went from you being gone and it being hard to you being back and it being hard in a different way, mm -hmm. you are starting slowly, I think, I think from the outside looking in to kind of come back to yourself a little bit. You know, we're still geared up for the stressors that are coming in. They're still absolutely interacting with folks we'd rather not interact with. Um, but I feel like you're coming back to yourself a little bit and I have not. I actually went from, okay, I'm in boss mode while you're gone. Mm -hmm. You're home, but you can't handle our full power exchange, which is really laid back and relaxed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, mm -hmm. I don't think it's overwhelming to, the, to most people. Uh, certainly not to us under normal circumstances to your kind of, and I've seen you do it, I've heard you do it, your tone well, you'll take on big D energy and big D tone and I'm not there. I'm looking at you like, <laughs> are, is this what we're doing right now? Because, and what I need to do is decompress in some way. Um, the end of a school year is not the time for a parent no. to decompress. No. Just if no. you didn't know, now you know, there's no decompression time. <laughs> I am just living for uh, May 27th, because that's the first official day of summer break mm -hmm. around here. <laughs> Maybe I can decompress that. Um, and it's been this weird mismatch that logically, analytically, dispassionately, mm -hmm. I totally understand. But deep in my feels, both the baby girl side and the, you know, not, I'm like, I'm, I don't like this. Yeah. I'm over this. I am, I have been weepier in the past two, nothing happened to me. <laughs> I didn't go through it, you went through it. But I have been weepier in the past two months than I don't think I have in my adult life. I'm not a weepy person, mm -hmm. that's. Yeah. And I, you know, and then I, then I do the, oh my God, I feel like a bad submissive. I'm not taking care of you. I'm not thinking of your needs. I'm super focused on my own needs, which is never a bad thing to be focused on your own needs. <laughs> But it, yeah, there's just been this huge disconnect. Yeah. And, and you know, that was kind of tough for me, too, a little bit. You mentioned about the, the end of the school year. You know, I, I had this, that, that day when I was coming home, I, I had this vision in my head of just, you know, getting in the shower and, and just, you know, washing it away and uh just hiding in the bedroom mm. oh, and uh, yeah. i've spent a few hours hiding in the bedroom it's glorious you know <laughs> and and no there was this school function there was that school function there you was this came going home on. and was, i think the very next day it was like okay we got to go do a thing yeah yeah <laughs> the very next school yeah. day like you, you came home a friday afternoon and we got the weekend which was a very weird quiet i think rightly so somber quiet weekend mm -hmm. and then i think like yeah that next monday or tuesday we're like okay let's go we gotta go do some stuff and i've kept you running you did <laughs> you did 
But you know what? And I, I know a lot of this had to do with the emotions of what you were going through in general. But I think so. One of the things you, you missed a couple of school things while you were gone. Which I did. It happens. And one of them was music related. The oldest had a jazz performance and he had solos. And oh, my gosh, mom. My mom heart like just burst with mm-hmm. happiness. I was so proud of him. Um, and you had to miss it. And we're we're good about. I think the only thing we don't go to are football games. Yeah. <laughs> just I senior year I'll go to the senior night one. But I I did my time at football games. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But other performances we go to them. We go to all of them. And you had to miss this jazz performance, and you were in tears over it. And I, I think part of it was just. It was. It wasn't about the jazz performances about what was going on, but part of it was about the jazz performance, mm-hmm. and which the sixteen-year-old saw that, and I think that that like clued him into some stuff. Like maybe Mr. John's not just a mean old stepdad <laughs> who doesn't care about me. Like you know, but then it meant that I. So I don't like. I don't do anything by halves. I either don't do it at all, or I like 150 percent and so i was like okay he was really upset about missing that performance one i took all the video don't worry everybody got yeah. to like see it later but two i was like he's not allowed to miss anything now. <laughs> 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 you're like do we have to go to this i'm like we have to a kid is involved <laughs> never mind the kid doesn't want to be there we're yeah. going we're not missing anything <laughs> i like to overcorrect is uh, what I like to do. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, this summer we hopefully will get some time, some downtime that's like legit downtime. Yeah. Um, but quite frankly, just not doing the rush and hustle and bustle of what kid needs to be where doing what at what time mm-hmm. will, will help with that. Um, yeah, it's been weird around here. It's it been has. very weird around here. I mean, I... Some of you may think this odd, but um, some of my best downtime and 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 solace solace, yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. um, has been found sitting at my scroll saw. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, good, because I've got some work for you. <laughs> what else has been going on because it's you know it's easy to kind of think that everything's been whoa and and we've just been focusing on this i'm everybody knows that life is just way too complicated for that there's always right, 85 right. other things going on um the kinkery never closed while you were gone i put notices everywhere i could that went uh production has slowed down mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're still here but it's gonna take us a hot minute to get stuff done um and part of what you were coming home for a couple of times, you would be home both the time you were home for the weekend and the time you were literally only home for 20 hours. We spent several hours out at your shop together right. busting through orders uh, at the Kinkery, thekinkery.com. <laughs> if you're new here, link in the description box and in the show notes. Um, that never closed. And we're fully open yeah. for business now. Like we're back to our normal mm-hmm. production schedule. But also, we sold stuff that you couldn't replenish because all you could keep up with were the the custom the order. Custom orders, they're yeah. made to order orders, but they're technically custom. But it's a thing anyway. Thekinkery.com if you're interested. Um, so you couldn't replenish anything. You couldn't right. restock anything. I mean, we did mm-hmm. spend one weekend where you we we went to the sawmill, bought wood, and milled the fuck out of it, um, which was delightful. But yeah, so even when you came home, like you, I'm kind of glad the scroll saw was therapeutic because I certainly was not giving you time to just sit still. It's like, we have orders. (laughs) No, and I I did take some time that I didn't go out to the shop at first. Um, You know, I I just, a few days I needed nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know. And um, even when I did start going out there, it was just like a little bit, little bit, little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, sitting at the scroll saw, I, I just find that peaceful mm-hmm. in a way. Um, you know, it, it's almost like a meditative process for me. And I sat there and, and, and cut and I had music mm-hmm. going. Um, Rush? No. Oh, wow. Okay. No. Okay. Um, actually, I've been um, 
Uh, listening to a lot more classical okay. music and also going into the other end of the spectrum, uh, listening to some uh, heavy metal. Okay, hey, listen to the music that sounds angry but sometimes has the most profound lyrics ever. <laughs> Go for it. I feel like that fits with where you're at in life right now. Just don't headbang. You are not 20 anymore, and we don't need you to hurt your neck yeah, or back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, baby girl's orders. <laughs> Tough love claws invoked. You're not right. allowed. So that means the mosh pit is still in then. If you think you could do it without getting hurt, <laughs> because if you think I won't prop you up on some sort of stretcher traction thing and place your hands on a scroll saw, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I cope by working, and I yeah. would like you to also cope by working. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other thing I'm, I'm noticing in the, the live chat for the live stream side of things, um, people are talking about funeral arrangements. The one thing this did for us that hopefully we act on it, because I think this happens to people frequently, and then do you actually act on it? Um, it has clarified what we need to do to get yes. end of life stuff ready. Like what we don't right. want to put our kids through when our time comes. Oh, exactly. Um, and oh, also exactly. it's clarified the kind of end we want. Like neither of us wants a funeral service. Neither of us wants to, to you know, be in a box. Um, I'm like, cremate me, sprinkle my ashes, you know, over a body of water. Cause that's my favorite place to be. Mm -hmm. Finally, that'll be the only time I'll be able to float. <laughs> Whatever, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> and I've realized that I uh, people, when I tell them this, they people in my life used to kind of go, that's weird, that's morbid, but God, it was so helpful. My dad, from a very early age, he would talk about, I will not be hooked up to tubes and don't have machines mm -hmm. breathing for me and I don't want this kind of service. I don't want this at the end of my life. I don't want any of this. He would talk, he, I mean, I knew it like five or six years old, that kind of stuff. Um, and while I'm not sure five or six years old is the time for a child to understand that one day their parent will no longer be living, mm. um, that's debatable. Um, I did realize the importance of making it clear to the kids now. Like nobody wants to think about not being here, right? Like right. I, I always say to the kids, I'm like, I hope I got another 60 years, right? Like y'all know my goals live to be a hundred. I don't know why, maybe just so I can be alive out of spite. I'm not sure. Um, and I'm like, don't do this and don't do that. And I don't expect them to remember it. I remember what my dad wanted because it's literally a core memory from when I was mm -hmm. very young. Mm, yeah. Um, but it did make things easier, air quote around that word easier, when when he was in the hospital and it was time to make decisions. Yeah. There was less question, there was less, because that was a lot of what you went through is, am I doing right by my mom? Is this what my mom would even want? What, you know, where are the instructions for this? There are no instructions for this. Um, and a lot of what we've talked about recently has been, okay, let's get, let's get our end of life shit together. Get our ducks in a row. Yeah, yep. make it easier for the people who will be left with it. Cause you know, mm -hmm. by that point we're mm -hmm. not gonna care, but they will, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I did, I think I asked, I was like, look, cremation is fine. It's the cheaper option. I don't want to be in the ground. There are bugs there. But I was kind of like, please, please don't like bury me in the back of a closet or prop me. You use me to prop open a door. Like I, that's what I don't want, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like I have, going back to our actual us and our relationship, I it has felt strained. Not in a I'm unhappy, not right. in a I don't love you anymore, but in a I desperately want this to go back to quote normal. Yeah. And it you can't just wish that. You can't just decide no. it's, it's a process and we both, and we are both on different timelines. That's the other weird part. Normally we get to back to normal or to better or whatever, whatever. At around the same time, we kind of go through, mm -hmm. even if the process for each of us individually is different, it's usually on a similar timeline. <laughs> right. We're right. not at all on a, the, the same timeline right no, now. No, we're not. Not even close. <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, that is, it makes sense that it's difficult, but I think it's more difficult than I imagined yeah. that it would be. It's just like, 
where's my daddy? And then you try to be daddy, like you're feeling it, and I'm. And you're like, not. what? <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Really, um, this now? <laughs> That's what I get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a, like I said, there's a lot of journaling and meditation in my life right now. Let's try to work through some stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a little bit, I think those who do, do service or have service as part of who they are in their relationship. And yes, service submissives are the first thing that come to mind, but, but there are tops and doms who invoke service on some level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a reason we've talked about self-care and burnout and all these topics in the past. And, and it centers around both sides, but there's a lot about submissives in there. My desire and will and need to serve has never stopped, mm -mm. but did the well run dry? Yeah, but also when you're the server, <laughs> that means you take care of a lot of life stuff that your well can run dry, but you know what? The chores still need to get done. The bills still have to get right. paid. The appointments still need to be attended to. Like, it doesn't matter that my well ran dry. Shit still has to be done. And I think it is, if it's happening all the time in somebody's relationship, there's problems with the relationship. Um, but this is sort of one of those times in life where we it it couldn't have been avoided, and it can't like there's no hack for me to like. Well, I, just, I we think, have to go through it. I, I think what is kind of out of the norm mm. with this, and why we have been struggling mm -hmm. with this, you know, there there are times. When, you know, you are doing your ad many things that you do. Life and business. <laughs> right. And, you know, your well runs dry. Mm -hmm. I'm doing okay. So I step in, I right. pick up the slack and, and help you get back. Right. Same thing the other way around. Mm -hmm. This time, the way this all played out, <laughs> we both we, we both got sucked dry think how we at just, the same time. Think how we just like each other genuinely as people. Because, <laughs> I mean, am, am I, I think you might be too. Are we missing our power exchange? Are we missing the closeness in the relationship, the teamwork mm -hmm. aspect, the I'll pick up your slack, you'll pick up my slack, we'll get through it together. I right. think we're absolutely missing that. Oh yeah. But if oh, we yeah. did not genuinely enjoy each other's company, this would be a lot more miserable than <laughs> True, true. It, I think my, I th my problem is that it just doesn't feel, my air quotes are on this, right? Like I know what we feel like, I know mm -hmm. how we operate and we're not there. Correct. And it's just, it's like hearing something slightly out of tune. Like it's, it's you, you know what you're hearing, it's mm -hmm. the song, but there's just something that's like, oh, that's discordant. Like that's that's hard on my ears. And that it, that's a feeling I have with us because, you know, certain things, the nice thing is we've been able to fall back on things we do, right? Like right. you open my door for me. I mm -hmm. get your coffee ready. Like those right. things that we've just been doing for years and I put, years. I put your collar on every right. morning. I take it off at night, you know, so we, right. you know, and, and those things, those things I have been grateful for because that is such a part of our routine and who we are that has been helping me get sure. back step by step. And this is where they're, and I think other service kinksters will maybe recognize this that has not helped me because i'm still serving with an not empty within, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what happens is sometimes it feels really good because i'm like cool this has been a while and i'm happy about this and sometimes i'm mm -hmm. like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah. and then i feel like a selfish awful human being and then i run to the bedroom to cry because i feel awful i get it out of my system I deal with it in my way and I come back and I'm like, okay, we can move forward now. <laughs> we can move forward mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. I, I needed to have the pity party for a minute and I'm back. Let's go. Cause I mean, I know that part of this is we're going to go through this to get to the other side of this moment right. and get back to ourselves. Even if we shift some things, even if we change some things, because you know, a, a disruption in 
your typical life mm-hmm. can it shows you what you miss and you're like oh i definitely that can't go yeah. anywhere but it can also give you clarity of wait this actually mm-hmm. works better why different, were we doing that right d- different things right. Right. right right not in our relationship i don't want anybody to worry <laughs> <laughs> right. i am absolutely ready to be back to where we were i just part of me is not is i am ready but i am also not ready i don't know if that makes any sense if yeah anybody out yeah. there understands thanks <laughs> um so yeah you're meditating at the scroll saw mm-hmm. and i'm doing what i do through every major stressful milestone in life you work and i'm working uh <laughs> and i um desperate to talk about some of this because it actually does pertain to all of y'all who uh, Mm -hmm. follow us as loving bdsm um while all of this has been going on uh, i really i really do i'm like what can i be doing that keeps my mind off of this distracts me makes me feel like i'm being um productive i'm producing something um is there you know something to be said about toxic productivity and that mindset sure 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 but some of us use it as a coping mechanism and just let us have our thing. Okay. Hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to finally start that loving BDSM shop that uh, I, I made it an Etsy shop. We've kind of talked about it in some places. If you are subscribed to our newsletter, you've heard about this. God knows if you are one of our patrons, the Patreon, you've definitely heard about this. Hmm. Um, but yeah, while you were gone and in the quiet moments, because I can't handle the quiet moments sometimes. It gets too quiet. And yeah. then my mind goes, you know what we should do while it's quiet? Let's think about things we can't control or change. Um, so no, 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 we work. We work to prevent that. Right. Um, and I ended up in a very shortish amount of time while you were gone, essentially, two workbooks i made mm-hmm. this is where we uh yeah. segue into shameless promotion slash not an ad but treat it like an ad if you would like uh yeah loving bdsm has an etsy shop because i know what it takes to build a shop site and i did not did not want to distract myself with that <laughs> so we went with etsy um and at first i was like oh i'm gonna revamp 30 days of ds which feels very near and dear to my heart, not just because it's a program we've had for several years now. Uh, OGs will be like very familiar with at least with the term, even if you never did the program. But it was kind of fun to go through and look at the the program, which is 30 prompts focused on different acts, aspects of power exchange for people who were new, either new to power exchange at all or in your first power exchange relationship. Cause I was like, oh, what does it mean to be a dominant? Oh, what does it mean to be a submissive? It did let me get a little bit closer. Cause I was like diving deep into these mm-hmm. concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first workbook that came out a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. Um, while you were gone, I was like, I, I'm, I'm ready to do the thing. And you're like, go for it. Right. Um, and then apparently it's been living in me and dying to get out in a, much shorter amount of time i put together 30 days of ds volume two which is not for total newbies even though newbies could do it um it is for people who are like well i negotiated my power exchange and we're kind of living it now what like we just got into our first argument how the hell does that work (laughs) i'm really stressed i'm not feeling my dom sub self what the fuck like that kind of stuff like the you're living it now and shit keeps coming up um same concept 30 days of prompts all that good stuff but like it was kind of nice to swim in that part of power exchange on a theoretical level mm-hmm. and not focus on our power exchange. I was like, yes, this feels yeah. right and good. The links are in the places for anybody who's interested. Um, I will give, cause we are in our shameless self-promotion timeframe. Um, it's, they're digital workbooks. Um, when you buy them, it's a PDF. You can print them. You can use them on your computer, your phone, your tablet, whatever. Um, the way it works is you get a day with a prompt or an idea or a concept, re, uh, links to resources of content, mostly that we've created um, to kind of help you think about that topic a little bit, certainly from our perspective, how we think about that topic. Mm-hmm. And then the next page is a reflection worksheet with questions to help you think about the topic, but you can just regard those questions and just write what you think about the topic. You can use it um, 
as solo, like just these are your thoughts and how you view this. You can use it as conversation starters with a partner. Um, in the original 30 days of DS program that used to be an email program, um, and it's now this, I think, very pretty workbook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we knew people who used the topics and the prompts as conversation starters at munches. So there's that. Um, we don't mind. Uh, just say where you got the idea from. Thanks. Um, for anybody who has been around a long time and you maybe did the original 30 days of DS email program before it was this very pretty workbook. It is the, those are the same prompts. You're not missing anything if you've already done it and you're like, should I get this workbook? No, no, you're fine. Um, the resource links are updated. That's what's, and it, the layout mm -hmm. is very nice. It's it got a serious <laughs> facelift. Volume two though is completely new. Like yeah. I, we've never, I was really kind of cool pulling all of the, once we went through the different prompts and the different concepts, pulling all the resource links, I was like, wow, we really have, we've talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, it's just a baby Etsy shop right now. Um, I have been pulled, I pulled our kinky patrons on Patreon and said, what do you want to see? And there was a lot of stuff that I too would like to see, but that's way down the line. <laughs> but, um, so I've got some really good ideas for planner worksheets for submissives and even worksheets for dominance to kind of keep up with what did I say I was going to do? Let mm. me keep myself organized. Um, I have a workbook slash informational book that I'm still working on for long distance relationships. So that when somebody asks for the 10 millionth time, how do you do DS long distance? I could be like, here's, here's your book. You can go buy that book. Um, so yeah, that's, it was nice though, to, to think in terms of DS from a more, a slightly more objective vantage point, because mm -hmm. in the middle of our relationship, I was like, what is happening here? I do not feel myself. Yeah. Um, and then I could, I could go into these questions that you and I have grappled with in the past. These are things that we have dealt with. That's why they end up being topics for episodes and stuff. And I could put them together and go, okay, what kind of questions did I ask myself? What should I have asked myself mm -hmm. when we were dealing with this stuff? And it, it kind of let me feel closer to our power exchange at a time when mm. I could not do anything with our power exchange and was very grumpy about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you grumpy? I know. Um, so yeah, it's there's just two little products on that Etsy shop right now um, because workbooks take time because I don't wanna put out anything that I wouldn't stand behind. I will understand there will be some people in there who's like, I didn't need that. Okay, you didn't need that, but somebody will. <laughs> um, so I don't wanna just put out junk, but I was kind of, I knew I was in the thick of it by how quickly I got volume two done. <laughs> Part of it was I've been talking for a year or more that I wanted to do a volume two. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to take on more nuanced topics that are not just about, well, are you a top or a bottom? Like I, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. This, you know, and a part of it is because people have said, yeah, the BDSM 101 stuff is good, but what have you got for those of us who are not 101 anymore? We're not total newbies. And so I think of the volume two, 30 Days mm -hmm. of DS volume two, mm -hmm. as for intermediate. I don't, I think that, I, I hesitate to say anything for expert level kinksters. I, I'm sure there are people out there who call themselves that, but no, we believe in lifelong learning around here. So you can be expert level if you'd like, but I'm pretty sure there's always something new to learn, but I wouldn't oh, yeah. create anything that I labeled, oh, this is for the experts. Like, uh -uh, uh -uh. that's just, excuse mm. me, the squicks. I don't like it, no, no. Um, and then, because while we're shamelessly promoting ourselves over here, the other thing I kept myself busy with was my vanilla Etsy shop that is book themed. It's totally geared towards mm -hmm. the readers out there. I mm -hmm. myself am a reader. Um, I updated my shop. I updated stickers. I added new stickers. I have 
things that y'all can't see. I mean, podcast listeners, you can't see anything because this is audio, but on the video portion, you can't see because the camera doesn't point that way. I have stacks of stuff that are physical products to make. I have bookmarks and I have, I have ideas that I are on my list of things I need to talk to both my business partner and my daddy Dom about. Uh-oh. Because before I spend business money, I always get his okay. <laughs> and I'm like, but I have ideas and they involve glitter and holographic things. But I need glitter. Oh, yeah. Not loose glitter. Glitter vinyl. The end result will be glitter without the the glitter. Everywhere. I don't believe that. So I'm just saying. I don't believe um, that. Glitter always finds its way out into the wild. Yes, and sometimes it does so on a product that you purchased from a shop called Book Dreams Shop on Etsy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I have found a lot of, and I know this is my coping mechanism for stressful times. There have been times I've been very cranky that I had to stop working for a day or a time period um, because, you know, a kid needed to be picked up or the day needed to end because it was so comforting to do that it was a a simple thing that didn't require a lot of nuance didn't require my emotion i just had to do the thing and alternatively and i don't know if you experienced this or what your perspective is of this because you had so many weeks where you were living at your mom's essentially and you couldn't work it i got to a point where i kept myself busy with all of these shops that we have thank (laughs) you very much um because when I wasn't working, I felt a little lost. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the whole, uh, we have to pay a freaking mortgage, so I need to work so I can pay a mortgage. But there was also the, nothing, you know, this is a simple thing. I make this thing, I print this thing, I whatever, you know, whatever the thing mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. I do the thing. And I don't have to think too hard and everything makes sense during this time while I'm doing this thing. So when the work was done for the day, or I just couldn't because there was other stuff to do or whatever, whatever, I felt very, and I, I'm, I've been like this my whole adult life. I feel very antsy in times of stress when I'm not busying my hands, even though I have plenty, I, my own hobbies, I could busy my hands. I didn't have the emotional and mental energy for any of that. Um, I haven't done my quilting. I haven't done my cross stitching. Cause it's just, I've, I'm in some yeah. weird slump for that. So I'm curious while you were gone, did you even have time to think about the work you were missing? No, I didn't. Um, I I did not have that luxury. Um, I was in a, a totally different space from you. Yeah. Um, I was running on serious lack of sleep. Yeah, Lord. Um, my mom was very restless mm-hmm. through the night. Um, even during the day, there were times I, 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 you know, I, we talk about how I cook. Um, I did not have time to even cook meals. Um, I was going to the store and getting frozen meals that you put in the microwave. Uh, you know, and there were times I would, you know, be with my mom and, you know, try to get her what she she needs so I could sit and eat. I sit down, I take one bite, and, and she's calling for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even where I was sleeping, she has a spare bedroom in, in her house, um, but my hearing is not so great these days, and I was actually sleeping on a love seat. And if you don't know, because it's okay if you don't know, a love seat is a little couch. It's not a full-size couch. A small yeah. child can stretch out on a love seat, maybe. A, a grown adult, even a not tall one, and we love our short king over here, <laughs> cannot stretch out on this thing. It is no. not, they're not built for that. Yeah, and I, I was sleeping on the love seat just because it was easy for me to hear her mm-hmm. at night you know, when she needed me. So, you know, no, I did not have that luxury to be mm-hmm. thinking about those things because it, it was always, you know, and, and. Was it in, like life sort of stopped outside of the bubble of her house? Out, outside of what was going on in that specific time and, and space, there was nothing. Um, 
there were a couple times my sister did come to relieve me. I got out to go get a cup of coffee or go to the grocery store and get more frozen meals. <laughs> um, and and it was it was weird because I had become so encapsulated in in what was going on in that house with my mom's care with. With, with everything between dealing with hospice, dealing with, with this, we dealing with that, um, you know, getting out of the house. I, I was like a kid that, you know, I was like, oh, my God, there's a world. There, right. there, there's people. There's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I would have those brief moments, and then I was sucked right back, sucked right back into it. Yeah, you when the couple times you came home and I I felt bad for being like, hi, we have a stack of work to do. I know. You did say and that made me feel better because it wasn't like you would have told me otherwise. You were like this. It feels nice to feel normal for this little bit of time, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I know. But also you're like giving up time or you could be like sitting with your dog, <laughs> but also can, production. No, I'm not I actually know. that bad. It's no, just a joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I. So, I you know, yeah, that 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 was that was tough on me. So, you know, no, I, I didn't even have time to think about, you know, oh, what what could I be doing next? What, you know, or just even the, missing or, what you would or even be just done. missing what I would be doing. You know, um, my sister, God love her. She said at one time, well, you know, if we pulled mom's truck out of the garage, why don't you bring your tools here and 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 work in the garage? You and your sister had a very different experience of what was happening with your oh, mom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was like being in two different worlds. Right. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, there's – everybody handles these kinds of things very differently. They they see what's happening very differently. Denial is very real and very powerful. Um, my protective instincts would be pissed when I was like, what do you mean – you haven't gotten a break from from being the one there every single day for four or five days. Yeah. What do you mean that you're literally begging for somebody to come over and just let you leave for two hours? Like, there are times when that's the only option. I get that, and mm-hmm. and I cannot imagine how difficult it is for people in that situation when they don't have relief. But in your situation, you had relief that lived five miles down the road. <laughs> like, I know. I was like, yeah. Yeah. What is or is not happening here? Um, my yeah, I, I was ready to go to battle for you, but then, but you know uh-huh. what? It was it was conversations. I, I think this is. I'm glad that we kept up daily conversations, even if they were not what we would normally yeah. do, because it was us talking and and us. I remember at one point going, "What do you mean you haven't had a break?" Yeah, you know, and because you were in that bubble where this became your world sometimes you needed an outside voice to go no 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 yeah that no we need to change mm-hmm. that you have options let's use those options um so the other thing if you ever do like for the first time in your life like are faced with working with hospice for somebody that you're caregiving for they do offer services like that you just have to know about them and take advantage of them Mm -hmm. y'all weren't you know we weren't worried about that so much because you had family nearby who was willing to help it wasn't like i mean we've certainly been in those situations where family was there and was not willing to help um that wasn't the case it was just sort of an obliviousness to what it took right and then in the middle of it understood what it took and was only wanted to do it for 20 hours (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, and I mean, some conversations it, with some therapists in uh, the future yeah. about this. <laughs> I, I mean, again, there, you know, it, it was a thing that, um, you know, we were able to get a hospital bed mm-hmm. in the house, but prior to that point, in order to get my mom in bed, she needed to be picked up and put in bed. Mm-hmm. I could do that with no problem. Right. My sister could not. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a lot there. You know, and so. <laughs> I I remember you kind of wishing you could organize it all in a way that just made sense. I remember wishing I could organize everybody like <laughs> yeah. like chess pieces on a board. Mm-hmm. Like if you will just do this yeah. thing and you will just do And of course it doesn't work that way. No. Um No. Yeah, and for 
we've had this conversation while you were in the thick of it and probably even now I would imagine it felt like it was a very long time. It did. There's going to come a time where you're going to look back and go, God, that was a blip. Now is not that time. No. But when I look at the calendar and think of from start mm. air quoter on that from like start, meaning when we realized there was something right. to quote finish, I'm shocked at how little, like how much was packed into a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. On one hand, it feels like we've been gone for forever. And on the other hand, we really have not, you know? Yeah. So, um, so is there anything else you would like to say about all of this? No. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, on this, I don't have a lot to say that shouldn't be said to a therapist. Um, <laughs> that's where we're at now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I am, ab I'm absolutely beyond ready to be back to our air quote normal, but right. also I know it's going to take us time. Um, the thing I kept saying over and over again was you needed to decompress you had to yeah. decompress from that and you're still in that process and um i'm trying to give you the space even though my baby girl self is like but i want to be with my daddy and i want my daddy to be my daddy and when's my daddy gonna be my daddy uh <laughs> i'm a joy if you can't tell um so i'll just be burying myself and work over here because that's way easier uh, yeah. <laughs> and you just tap me on the shoulder when you're ready okay. Okay. <laughs> i'll be here <laughs> Um, in terms of us being back into the a loving BDSM groove, um, I think we're going to start back with our full recording schedule next week, which means yeah. things like minisodes and then our shorter video, more informational Ooh, videos, um, will start coming out. I think it'll probably be early June, um, when everything starts actually being published again. Um, I have to rework our, our calendar of schedules and to uh, schedules topics for our schedule. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that kind of got blown out of the water, didn't it? The nice thing is, is I had holes in that schedule. And so it should not be a problem to fill it right the fuck oh, up. Okay. Um, we are still debating. I don't even know if this Friday would be our normal, like Friday night hangout for the month, a YouTube live stream open to anybody who wants to be on youtube we have not finalized if we're going to do that this friday mm -hmm. but we might um there went my stomach growling uh sorry <laughs> if the mic picked that up um but the best way to know what the heck we're doing uh the best way is patreon but i don't think people should have to pay to just know what the fuck we're doing that seems wrong to me so the uh, second best way is to be on our newsletter list because i was sending emails even when i had nothing new to talk about i was like giving quick updates about what was going on with us during that time but also if we're gonna do a live stream on a friday night if we're gonna do this it you know it all goes in there so oh my goodness i'm trying not to belch into the microphone or have my tummy rumble into it but you know i guess we're back um <laughs> so um, whether we live stream this coming Friday, which for podcast listeners is the day this episode goes out. Sorry for the short yeah. notice. Um, will be based on how we feel. Um, but I would like to th hope that if we do, we have a bottle of cider. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah I was just thinking too. that. I was um, thinking that. So let me, let me get this straight. Did you want to stream? Cause you wanted to stream or did you want it? Not that we need one, but did you want it as a air quote reason to, <laughs> to drink the cider? <laughs> oh, I, I did not need a reason. No. Cause we drink, drink the, the other cider we, without the, a camera being on us. <laughs> the, the other bottle of cider went down without it a reason. So just, it was too. just because yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, if you're so, like, so you mentioned, Friday night hangout and the crickets are chirping. I know. Um, <laughs> so grateful for our damn crickets. Yes, Love y'all. Yes, yes, um, yes. So yeah, uh, I'm losing my train of thought fast. I was. I'm very proud of myself uh, for ha for keeping it for this long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're. I th I think we probably will, but I'm right now. I'm going off of vibes and energy and where my head is at, and it's. You too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let the record show that it was JB who was like, are we doing our Friday night 
That's true. Stream? Are we doing be. it? And I was like, can you give mm-hmm. me a minute? I don't know. <laughs> um, but if anybody's like, well, what do we do there? We hang out and we chit chat and we talk about nothing and everything, but also we'll take BDSM questions and turn into a little yeah. Q&A as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, we didn't do a bonus section because the whole damn thing is a bonus section. Um... I'm sure there's things I we th- were gonna say and I have forgotten. Um, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. I'll just do one last shameless plug. The kinkery.com exists. It's JB shop paddles, canes. Oh my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loving BDSM has two little products on its Etsy shop uh, with more coming. Um, and if you're a reader like me and like little fun reader things, I got a shop there too. Links are in the places. Um, Patreon for folks who want more of whatever this is. I don't know how to classify yeah. what it is we do here, but this, this, you get more mm-hmm. of it if you join us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. All of that helps pay our mortgage, not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> so we think we're back. We're figuring out, yeah. how, are we getting back into our old groove or are we finding a new groove? That is the question to be determined. I think it's a com- combination of grooves. All the grooves have merged into one groove. Doesn't that make it a rut? <laughs> so. Depends on how deep the groove is. Mm. I'm done with this metaphor. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, okay. It has been wonderful being yeah. here with y'all. It, Thank y'all for your time, attention, patience with us, yeah. love, friendship, mm-hmm. community, all of that. And all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Thank you so much for your support through all this. It, um, it, it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. We've, we've seen the well wishes. We've received yeah. them. We just always haven't had the mental and emotional energy to respond. Yeah. But we see them and we appreciate them. Yes. And it's y'all are, are what keep us coming back. So mm-hmm. if you uh, hate this, it's your own fault. Um, <laughs> 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 you only have yourself to blame for whatever this is. Yeah. You know? um, okay, y'all know I can keep rambling and yeah, talking, but I'm yeah. going to stop and maybe go actually eat lunch so I can stop having body noises gurgle into the there mic. go. Get you some food. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Okay. Okay, we love y'all. Bye. Bye.